original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. Wow. Well, first of all, disclaimer, of course, to be able to go on any holiday is a a blessing. blessing. We must remember that so many people Mm. won't even have the choice of a staycation before we start moaning about staycation. So, you know, that is the caveat. You know, this is just just looking into the changes for a lot of people. A lot of people would have normally gone away, you know, a week in Spain or something, and are now staycationing instead. And this is a little Um, chat about the, the pros and cons of staycationing what kids get, what they want from holidays, what's it, what, what it's Stress actually like being with a teenager. It's a huge yeah. responsibility. And that, that's before you've even, you've even considered the fact that you've got to spend a whole week with your wife. Exactly. Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. We were having a bit of a chat about what we could talk about this week and actually I said let's talk about what everybody is talking about which is staycations. Staycations. As it seems that it is absolutely deemed that any normal people will not be going away on their holiday this year. Mm. Plenty of exceptions are going to be made for the super rich, the VIPs. The sports people the private jet and the politicians. Yeah, and if you can hear crunching in the background, that's Chi Chi eating the thigh bone of our eldest child. Well, it's not. It's them. The dogs having their dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, stay. Yeah, you mentioned this. So, staycationing as a as a. Are we talking about staycationing versus? any international holiday or is it just the kind of expense of holidaying? I think it's staycationing because because it's just it just feels so relevant because mm. I think well first of all did you ever staycation? Did you ever go on any holiday anywhere in the UK? Yes I, I, went, I went camping once or twice with my mum um, and her girlfriend and I they chucked a mattress in the back of a transit van. Oh, God. They had the tent. I slept in with the dogs. And I read in a summer, or in two weeks, Lord of the Rings. Oh, so, there you go. So a yeah. difficult situation turned you into a massive reader. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I read Lord <laughs> of the Rings. And, uh, and it was great. And um, the book was great. But I don't remember enjoying any other part of it. So, so camping actually, was my only experience, really, of staycationing. But actually, when you say that, a mattress in a van with the dogs. Mm. Actually, when I think back to being a child, that would, well, that would appeal to me. As a parent, I think, oh, my God, you're in a mattress in the back of a van. But yeah. as a child, was that not a bit of an adventure, just you and your dogs? Well, it would have been an adventure if I had someone my own age to kind of have shared in the adventure with. In the end, it just ended up being a case of you shut the doors, you got in, you were on the back of a, back of a transit van reading a book with a couple of smoking Yeah, but dogs. you were an only child, yeah, weren't you? So yeah. we, were your dogs not your... I mean, were the dogs yeah, a big were. part? they were. my companions. They were absolutely my yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny, when I look back now, I sort of, I think of that. Most of my holidays I spent down at my nan's, so it wasn't like we went on holiday. But for a couple of years, for a couple of years when I was more sort of around the ages of six to ten, nine, no, maybe younger, but from the ages of two to about seven, my nan and dad used to, off a friend, rent a bungalow on the front at Cleveley's, just outside oh, Blackpool. I remember your nan talking about Which is where, ironically, which is where we met Litham St Anne's, just there. And 
And I remember vividly, uh, you know, seeing the Blackpool, Blackpool Illuminations, going to see Little and Large on the end of the pier in Blackpool, and my, dad, my granddad would drive us along when the Illuminations were on, and getting trams and all that kind of stuff. So I do, you know, I do have memories of, of that sort of thing with my nan and granddad, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, but the idea and the exoticism of travelling abroad... I didn't have that contrast, so I wasn't sort of thinking, oh, the drab grey limitations of a staycation versus the beautiful yeah. palm trees, and I'm sure it's we'll hear from knew. you all about, yes, the Seychelles, you know, say, I mean, well, I just, you know, this is the sea, this is what the mm. sea was for me, the sea was Blackpool, mm. and then it was Bournemouth, mm. and that was it. Well, I was really actually very lucky, because my dad's an actor, most... Um, summer holidays, we would be wherever he was filming. Yeah. You know, so when I think back to when I was probably about 10, 11, we spent a summer in Almeria because my dad was making a movie called The Wind and the Lion and with Sean Connery, Candice Bergen. So that was incredible because we had... But a, it wasn't anything flash, mm. but obviously when you when you're an actor, and he you know he wasn't you know he had a, a medium sized part in it. Um, it wasn't particularly glamorous. No. We had a nice enough apartment in a block with a swimming pool, yeah. but it was totally magical to me. It was like because it's weeks, you know, four weeks mm. maybe, just swimming and playing and going to the set and watching this, you know, watching this. We used to go and sit and watch the horses on the beach, you know, and these incredible scenes mm. and sword fights and so but that well, sounds was a bit like blackpool <laughs> <laughs> and you know in paella i remember having a massive reaction to prawns and paella i mean it's funny isn't it that amazing holiday but actually what stuck out for years was my food poisoning right okay um, from the paella yeah um and then you know another holiday when my dad was doing sinbad in the eye of the tiger and we were in malta for that one mm. and again you know there's something really lovely for a kid when it's a big when it's a location and there's a big cast mm. so all the cast have kids there so so these holidays were fantastic so it when sounds like film. I staycationed and you didn't yeah yeah we never staycationed oh, right. my entire okay. childhood right um, and so maybe that's what drives me all the time that's supposed to to take the kids away I mean, my dad did another big thing for ITV where we went to the Seychelles, you know. Mm. So, and that was an incredible, incredible experience. But but it, it's like, it was just normal. Right. That was what happened mm. in the summer. We would either go away to wherever my dad was working or we would go home to where my dad was from, Jordan, mm. which again was a totally magical thing because it's so different, you know. I, mean, yeah. I remember we would land in, you know, in this... this absolutely stifling heat, you know, often early morning, and go straight to the market, buy kebabs, buy watermelon, buy hummus, go to my uncle's house, you know, lay out this banquet, this mini banquet, and that would be the start of four to five weeks, which would be swimming every day and... Mm. Um, so it sounds very... So you're, you're not talking... So you didn't staycation at all? So it sounds the, like this was all very expensive, but actually it wasn't. We yeah. would go to Jordan, we would stay yeah. with family. We would. My dad would be working, so he would split his expenses and stuff to get us an apartment. So actually we were very lucky. I didn't feel like I lived this very expensive, luxurious life. It wasn't mm. like that. We'd get... Wherever we were, we'd get the buses and we'd do, you know. Um, and my mum had this visceral response to any idea in the UK, 
anything. What, any oh, idea of a holiday. holiday in the UK? Oh my God, oh, right. absolutely yeah. it can't happen. And I right. think because she'd never travelled as a child. Right. So for her, everything was about going abroad. I mean, she's wanted to live abroad. She had, yeah. She's never wanted to stay here. Um, and then when we started to holiday here, I mean, with Maddie, a lot of her initial holidays were because were in Spain, weren't they? Because I would go there to film Passport to the Sun and other sort of holiday shows that I did for the BBC and she would come and and so she got very used to that kind of a holiday in the sun and in mm. the swimming pool all day. And then as they got older, we took all the girls away, didn't we? Mm. With you having, you know, my stepdaughters. And it was a real big event. Every summer has been about giving them this amazing summer yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. Again, because being a step-parent and you being absent. God forbid, the term, father. Holidays were a really big thing, wasn't it? We wanted to give them the best time. Yeah, this yeah. is the time when all the four girls could be together. And I think sometimes we put ourselves under enormous pressure, mm. financial and just an expectations. So sometimes they haven't always been as fantastic as we thought they might no. be when we've gone abroad. And what I've noticed more recently, because we could look at this situation this year and you know, oh my God, another year we can't go away, you know, we'd want to set the kids away. But actually, the last couple of years, I've noticed Maddie's been quite anxious about going abroad because everything at this age is about your friends, isn't it? And so she's, she doesn't want, even though she's going to be out of contact, out of contact with her friends because we're going away this year, but in the UK, she still feels like she's close to them kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, and, and we love Cornwall and we love, you know, we're going to Norfolk, can't we, this year? And we love that. And so, yeah, so I was feeling pretty good about this year's vacation. Right. And then we discover it's going to rain every single day, all day. I'm surprised that staycationing is something that you even consider doing, albeit let's just park COVID and the pandemic to the side for a minute. So have you not inherited your mother's intolerance of holidaying in the UK? Is your preference, if all, you know, all the chips are down and everything is equal, do you much prefer being uh, abroad to being in the UK? Well, I genuinely like both. As you know, I love Cornwall. I really love Norfolk. I'm really looking forward to going to Norfolk. I'm just so pissed off that it's going to be raining, like, on and off for the next month, you know? And you just think, oh, Christ. But is that the biggest drawback? Because that's the biggest potential drawback to staycationing in the UK, isn't it? It's our weather. And as well, you, you can hear in the background, the rain is falling now. Yeah, it's, it's just, well, you know, I think the anxiety around Maddie and her not being sure whether she wants to go away has made a staycation more, and I'll be interested, really interested to hear what she's got to say on this, because she might prove me completely mm. wrong. And um, just makes me think, oh, it's just easier and flights and all mm. of that. So, but I'm, I'm going to be honest, I would do anything to be going to Greece or Spain, the sun, the food, just a change of atmosphere, of language, of money. I just, that to me is a proper, proper holiday, mm. you know. I mean, if I'm, if I'm really honest, when I think about any kind of holiday and I think about teenagers, when they were toddlers and when they were younger, it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. It was a different kind of stress. We were going to jump in the pool, we were going to play with them, we'll do silly games with them, but they'd, and they'd generally be going to bed a little bit earlier than normal. That is, toffee, that is toffee in the background running backwards and forwards, guys. Um, and if I'm really honest, I get really nervous now with teenagers, and this started to creep in with Izzy when she was on holiday with us and she became a teenager, and Fleur, that 
especially if there isn't that, and I'm going to say superficial, not as a criticism, but it's a superficial thought, isn't it? To want to get a nice suntan, to want to look nice and all that kind of stuff. That's that's what we all it's want. It's massive when you're a teen. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's if I've been a teenager, remember, you've been told I was going to get that. a tan. I remember it being as important <laughs> to me in Ibiza when I went, yeah, when I was 17, as, as anything, getting a tan. But if you haven't got that component to your holiday, I, I, I mean, if I'm really honest, I'm sitting on the cusp of going away thinking, what the fuck are we going to do? What the exactly. fuck are we I mean, going to do? I'm trying to learn a really sophisticated role-playing game so that I can play games with them all. I mean, me and my sisters, we would set our alarm. We didn't even look behind us to see what our parents were doing. We'd set our alarm to go out and to begin our tanning, and we would tan until from sun up till sundown, and we were perfectly happy. In and out of the swimming pool, reading a trashy book, mm. having burger and fries, and that we were happy. Mm. It's And I think that for a lot of people, this will really resonate. It's easy when you can do that. I mean, and also, it's easy when you're in a hotel resort where, really, I mean, we've got hotels here, we could go to hotels here, but because you haven't got the weather that's a guarantee, you don't know that you can just go down to the side of the pool, be yeah. in baking hot sunshine, go to a nice restaurant where you're going to be served, lovely, exotic. Like you say, it doesn't take a lot to have a taste of the exotic, but when you're on Blackpool Pier, mm. it's very hard to get a taste yeah. of the exotic. Well, Blackpool Pier on a nice day anyway is OK on oh, a yeah. nice day, isn't it? But So now I'm, I'm moving my mind to, OK, OK, so we won't be on the beach a lot, um, but what we will do is we'll have Monopoly and we'll do nice walks in the rain and we'll go to nice pubs and we'll go to nice... Just thinking. Oh well, no, I'm thinking God. even more than that. I'm thinking all about tech. I'm thinking about tech. I'm thinking about Wi-Fi. I'm thinking about the. Because if there's no Wi-Fi, no, the no, no, teams. Well, no, no, oh even, no. Okay, now hang on. What parent? What parent doesn't relate to this? What's worse than no Wi-Fi? I'll tell you what's worse than no Wi-Fi is the guarantee from the cottage that there's Wi-Fi, the signal on your computer that there's Wi-Fi, the login that gets you into the Wi-Fi and the Wi-Fi still doesn't work. That is the most hideous part of it all. Then you've got, Keith, you were saying, can I take my, my iPad with me so I can watch films? I'm thinking, how much is there, can, how much Wi-Fi do we need for us all to be able to operate our bloody bits of kit if it's raining? But isn't it awful, Mark, isn't it awful? Because actually, take what we should do is actually turn it all off. Well, of course we should, but will we? No, because it'll be in murders. If we turned all our tech off, we'll all be savagely killing each other. Oh, I'd quite like to do it. Babe, you're worse than... You would like no, to turn I just off. said I'd quite like to do it. You can't you just say that's with, not true. I would. I would, love us, every night. I would love us to all just say all day, let's just not have our tech on. If people want to watch a film and stuff in the evening, of course, but, but why that, don't we just all day not have our time? But that's the part of staycationing and a hobby. being on holiday with your kids that's really difficult. Because I remember, I mean, my only equivalent was then, you know, when we were camping, let's go for a walk with the dogs. Or when I was with my grandparents, my granddad would say, let's go for a walk. And when you're a teenager, the last fucking thing you want to do. do is do anything with your parents. Let's go to a really nice restaurant. Then they all just sit there just staring at you saying nothing and you're trying to keep it going and you're thinking how much is this meal costing and we're not literally not talking. talking and then you know and then it's like it's raining and then you're like well let's play a game together and really they only want to be on the phone mm -hmm. to their friends and when you go out for a meal and all they say is yes no yes no night. well i think we should hear directly from maddie now let's let's hear what maddie's thoughts are on staycationing going on holiday with parents i feel like there are pros and cons to it, you know. 
I definitely had, obviously when I was a lot younger, I loved it and it was amazing. And then I kind of got to an age where I was more like, oh, but I miss my friends. And you know, you kind of get FOMO for everything going on back at home. I, I mean, I love going on holiday with my family and you know, I still enjoy it when I'm there, but I do get moments where I'm just like, oh, like I wish my friends were here or I really miss them. Or it's kind of, you'll have a really good time when you're on holiday with your parents and then I'll kind of look at what all my mates are doing and then I'll get FOMO and I'll be like, no, I want to be there. But I feel like what tends to happen with me is that when I'm on the holiday, I'm always like, oh, I wish I was with them and like, I feel like I'm missing out. And then once I get home, I'm like, oh, I wish I enjoyed the holiday more, you know? I feel like it's more, it's not that I dread it, like I'm really excited about it, but it's more like, oh, I don't know what we're gonna miss out on and I'm really gonna miss this person. Especially when I'm when you're in a relationship. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, but I feel like I just, I don't know. I, I do enjoy holidays with my family. It's just, I, I get intense moments of just feeling like I'm kind of missing out. And I feel the thing that comes with going on a day with your parents sometimes is it's more of, oh, let's, let's do, don't get me wrong, this is good. Like, it's not a bad thing. But it's more, oh, let's do all these things. Like, let's go on this walk. Let's go and see this thing, which is nice on, like, sometimes, but sometimes it ends up being every day. And there's those days when you're on a holiday where you kind of just want to chill, which we do as a family, to be honest. But there'll be the odd day when we're doing loads of stuff and it's more like, oh, if I was with my friends here, we'd be doing this instead or we'd go and do this, you know. My parents have always been really good at um, making sure that the stuff we do on holiday is stuff that me and Kiki would enjoy. They always make sure that the holidays make us happy and we're doing things that we enjoy. Some people wish that their parents would relax more on holidays, but like I've said, we're quite good as a family. Like we will go and do stuff and we'll go out and we'll see as much as we can. And But we're also quite good at just having the days of relaxing or being by the pool. And I've got, I don't know, I feel weird about going on holiday in the UK sometimes because I feel like sometimes it can give you a false sense of I don't know, holidaying. <laughs> like when, for example, when um, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago when we went to Brighton, it was lovely and it was it was lovely to be there. And at times I'd keep forgetting that I was in Brighton and you would be like, oh, I kind of wish that we were on like a proper holiday, you know? Like we'd got on the plane somewhere, we were in some really nice hot country. And then you sometimes just remember that you're just in the UK. <laughs> you're like, oh. But I still really enjoy going on holiday in the UK and we've done it a lot since COVID, obviously. Um, I think it's just when you properly go abroad, it's more of the whole... I don't know, you, you properly feel like you're going on holiday and the whole... Even though I don't like flying. Um, getting the plane, like, staying in a hotel or a villa and the pool and the sea and the culture and everything. So um, I definitely prefer going properly abroad. I think the thing with going on holiday now, you know, with COVID and everything, I think people are and going on holiday with their family. It's more like, I've been with you guys so much during this time with COVID and everything. Then going on a holiday when everybody that I haven't seen as much is doing their own thing. You know, I feel what's coming from COVID is that teenagers and like young people want to go on holiday but they want to go on holiday more with friends and go traveling and all of that kind of stuff but I'm still very happy to travel it's just more like I miss my boyfriend <laughs>
Well, it's a really good point that she makes there. Of course, we, we've all been locked in in the way that we have due to COVID. And a lot of that has been very stressful for families. And I'm sure for a lot of people, there's been a lot of arguing with their teenagers and a lot of headbutting. And, and necessarily, there's been a lot of control because we've all been controlled. And I suspect that for a lot of families, with the, if you are lucky enough even to be staycation, because of course many people can't even staycation, let alone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it, it's, it's hard because your kids are probably going to want to spend time with anybody else other than their parents. Well, I think that they're just, and they're, we're wanting to make something really special because we want them to have a special time because they've had a shit couple of years. I think the danger with staycation is, and I think it's a bit like homeschooling, it's going to become a bit of a dirty word. It's like staycation is just an, an extension of mm. lockdown and an extension yeah. of socially distancing yeah. from all those people you want to be with, of having to spend more time with your family. I mean, what comes with staycationing is the idea that you've actually got to be with your family for even more time. Um, you know, and and like Maddie says, you know, in, in in a weird way, that's just an extension and a reminder of what you haven't been able to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that's friends. what that's. I think she's really hit on what the yeah. challenge is. This isn't a staycation in an ordinary year. Yeah, I love what she. Staycation. I love what she said about the idea that you feel a bit crowbarred. It's like you know, you go through all the effort and endeavour of travelling a bit, however you get yeah. somewhere, you suddenly and then you catch yourself having a nice time. And you go, oh, oh no, I'm not. Minute, I am <laughs> it's quite funny, that. Yeah, I like that because, yeah, I mean, you know, but in a weird way within that is is the charm of, of holidaying in this country is that you can forget yourself and you can discover. I do think we're in an age as well of, of you know, we're spoiled. And this is, a, this is a more overarching issue with the whole pandemic. You know, we are going to have to ask ourselves some serious questions about whether it's sustainable to have extraordinarily cheap package mm, holidays well, we know it's to parts of the world. Now, you've got, you've got tourist industries in countries like Greece and Spain and France, what have you, that need us all to go there. Um, and yet, at the same time, there's this mismatch between, you know, global warming and a, a, and a financial and pandemic virus. It's a real, it's a real it's a conundrum. Really complicated thing. I mean, you know, today Angela Merkel has said, you know, Brits shouldn't go exactly. anywhere in Europe. Well, okay, that's okay for you, Angela Merkel, because actually Germany doesn't depend upon mm. our pound notes as much as those other countries. But you know. Greece will be destitute. Spain, what will it do without us travelling? And yet, absolutely. I absolutely agree. At the same time, when I think, God, I re- you know, we love Greece. We, love- we really should go if we're double vaccinated and everything. We'd love it. It's good for their economy. But what are we doing to the planet when we do it? Yeah, you know. Exactly. So we are going to have to learn more about staycationing. <laughs> I suppose all countries will have to staycation more, and they'll have to actually make their money from their own mm. from their own citizens. But of course, the other byproduct as parents, the other problem that we've got as parents in staycationing is, of course, lots of the companies, understandably, in the UK are upping their prices. Oh, it's not wow. necessarily cheap. Oh, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. It's not I cheap. Mean, you can't anything, get anywhere to expensive. eat. I was looking at places just to book to go and just have a bit of fish and chips in yeah. a pub. You're talking about £16 a, yeah. a main course. And the other, it's insane. Yeah, and the other thing that Maddie mentioned there, which was really important, it's not just about, you said earlier, you know, going to be idyllic and lovely. I'd like us to put the tech down. Yeah, we can all put the tech down, and I think that can happen. But the problem with tech isn't about all your kids being plugged into playing games and doing stuff. It's, of course, the reminders from all of their social circles of things that are going on. And in our day, we didn't have we that. We didn't know. You know, when you weren't didn't with your friends, you didn't know what you were. Yeah, you didn't know what You'd was never phone a friend when you were away on holiday. No, you had exactly. no idea. So it was a proper holiday yeah. from the stresses, from the FOMO, from the social pressures, all of that. They don't even get that, kids, anymore. No.
And also, you've, you've also got that other terrible contrast, which is one of the big problems of social media, isn't it? With various people feeling like they're having that experience and I'm only having this experience. Social media, writ, yeah. that's writ large. Yeah. Oh, my God, where are they staying? Well, look at yeah. what they're doing. You know, yeah. the, I get it myself. Yeah, the haves and have-nots. No, I know most of the accounts you, you look at are just so sunny and lovely and beautiful, aren't they? No, I've got one account that I allow myself to do that because I'm a real believer in not following things that right. that really mess with your head. And this is what I always uh, try and drum uh, into the girls. You go, don't keep following accounts that are in Hawaii all the time because uh, it just feels so <laughs> miserable. Well, let's have a little listen to Carlitos. Apparently, he, he sent me a note saying, sorry, I've got hay fever. <laughs> Um, you'll have to excuse the way I sound. I've got hay fever, which is so annoying. But um, I do like staycationing. It can be really, really fun. We recently went on a staycation to Brighton with Nadia and Maddie and Kiki and had a nice time. You know, I like doing stuff like that because it's it's exciting. It's like a getaway. Um, I like to think of it as like I'm leaving all my stresses and my problems behind at home. I'm just having a fresh slate for a few days, which just ultimately brings so much peace. Um, you know, I see my friends so, so often, so no offence to them, but it's just nice to have a break and to have some family time, some time for yourself just to check in with things. Um, when we do go away, I, I, I do like doing activities and things, you know, going on walks, doing what the adults do, but it's... It's also nice to have that time to relax with the adults and just play games or do something. It's just nice to chill out and relax. I think or you always need to have a relax. Um, it is nice to go away without the added stresses of travelling because staycationing, it, it's, while it's, it's nice, it, 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 can be, it can be a lot cheaper. It can work out to be a lot cheaper. Um, I do love going abroad, though. I love to see what the world is like. And, you know, it'd be my dream to travel the world and just see absolutely everything it has to offer. Um, but I do like... So I do like going abroad and just experiencing new things. Um, another good thing while holidaying in the UK is if there's an emergency, you're in the country. That's happened to mum and dad before. Um, there was an emergency and they were in Miami, so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't great. There was no way of them getting home. Um, I do like having access to home comforts too. And mum does. Mum's the same. I don't know if you know, um, but we went camping, all of us, Nadia, Maddie, Kiki and me, Eddie and my mum. And we all had, went camping in tents. Um, yeah, we all went camping in tents. And you can ask them, I miss my home comforts way too much. You know, I wanted a toilet and heating and a bathtub. I hated the bugs creeping into my sleeping bag, you know. I think I prefer a staycation in a nice hotel with a nice warm bed and little free biscuits. Um, it's nice to staycation and I was dying to get away after lockdown. And it was so nice to go, but I, I love travelling and exploring what the world has to offer. Um, Carlitos, that's so funny. That's so funny. He likes his own comforts when he's staycationing. He, well, what his contribution just then has reminded me is one of the biggest headaches of, as a parent of staycationing is driving. 
And driving is one of the banes of most parents' lives, isn't it? How to keep the kids entertained, keeping them all kind of, you know, you know, stimulated with whose who's music is going to be on, you know, um, how many monitors have we got this in the This is why it's going to be extraordinary. This, kind of this is our first holiday where the kids are going on the They're train and we're the meeting train. them there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... That's a big change. That's it's real it's teen... That's really having teenage kids now. Yeah. Nobody in the car... I mean, I have to say, I think our kids are probably the easiest travellers on the world. In the world, they have they sit for hours in the car, don't they, without complaining? Yeah. But um, yeah, it'd be nice for them to go on the train. Now, before we record each episode of our podcast, we ask you to get involved on social media. Hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to get in touch on our Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and Family. On Twitter, at Nadia Sawala. And if you're a little bit scared of Nadia and you're just a bit worried that she might tell you off, you can always come to lovely, cuddly old me at, at, on Instagram at Mark underscore Adderley. A-double-D-E-R-L-E-Y. So we've got a few social media comments here. Uh, Michelle Godfrey says, no Wi-Fi. It can be amazing if you give them space, yet encourage some family time. So, yeah, so, yeah, so if there is no Wi-Fi, trying to change, turn no Wi-Fi into an opportunity. But sometimes I just Ooh, can't. I think, I think I, I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough to do that because, and maybe that makes me a bad parent because I just don't want that misery. What misery? If there's no Wi-Fi and the kids oh, are, like, devastated. I agree. Well, and, and also, there's no getting around it. If there's no Wi-Fi, they're devastated. You can't, yeah. you can't sugarcoat it. No, if they no, are There's no maybe or halfway house. It's a total effing disaster. And if I'm honest, if there is no Wi-Fi, my first thought is, Jesus, this isn't going to be a holiday. This is going to be work from beginning to end. We have to enter... You know, because it's very hard sometimes as a parent to stop and just go, I'm actually going to stop. I can actually stop. But if you've got all the teenagers in another room and... Well, you see, I can do that. You've I always can't. been like that ever since a little... What can't. you do? I've got to entertain them full I time. I, I think that it's been a big problem for them. I think if they spent more time just chilling and not us trying to entertain them, they'd probably have a much better time. Yeah, I think also maybe out of this whole crisis, there'll be more of an appreciation for the UK. Good old blighty. Dawny Harvey, hello Dawny, says, now wrong with good old Skeg Vegas. Mm. Plenty to do for two days, absolutely. Uh, Dee Wallach says, staycation means stay at home. That's what we do always. We do anyway, so what's new? Um, what to do with teens? Says uh, Vicky Ann, uh, old, too old to just play, not old enough for nightlife. That is hard. So, you know, that 15, 16, yeah, 17 awful. year old is. But they don't tricky. want to sit with you in a no, restaurant. You no. can't drop them off at a bar. And they literally don't want to say a word to you. I mean, that is tricky. Uh, Hazel Key says, We used to tell our two that it cost extra to use the TV. Without it, they got on like me. Best, like my best friends. Oh. Um, someone else here says, just want to get on a plane, can't, can't face staycationing. Mm. Someone else says, I've just booked roads for August 2022. Um, someone else here says, honestly, I'm not so fast if it's raining or shining on a staycation. I'm not a teen. Um, and an anonymous here says, as a 21-year-old, I've never been abroad and been to London once and a caravan park once. Young people don't know they're born with foreign mm. holidays. It's only a year. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think, I think, we, I think we are spoiled as a nation mm. into thinking that we can just go wherever we want, when we want, in, in, to whatever location we want to go to. Um, someone else here says, my oldest is 12 soon, so a bit young, but just remember we set expectations for holidays so high. 
We need to remember that just because we're on holiday, it doesn't mean everything will be great. Go with the flow, exactly. see what everyone fancies, don't feel obligated to do Very something good just because it's what we expect on holiday. Thank you, Vix E88. That's really important because I think one of the biggest they say consequences... holidays are one of the most stressful things yeah. that a family do because there is so much expectation. Exactly. I think one of the biggest consequences of, of many, many holidays is resentment and anger and frustration. And I can think of someone who will remain nameless, who I remember them being made to feel very responsible for a trip to somewhere in France, being ruined by them because they didn't have the right attitude as a teenager. And, and you know, and it's kind of like, it, it's, you know, it's a sort of make or break situation. I think everyone gets very eggshelly around the idea that, you know, we must make every minute count. And I think parents do it because they're paying for it. And because parents are all, because we are a lot of the time stressed, busy, dis, you know, distracted, and you see it as a chance to give everything that you want, yeah. that you're not, that you feel like you're failing your kids, you know, out of holiday time, exactly. you know, trying to make up for too much lost time. And Lisa here says it's a huge pressure, the worry of their discontent. The worry of their discontent, it the really huge pressure, that's very good. I like that. Very true. Well, there we go. I'm now dreading going on a staycation <laughs> in case there's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> and the drive takes forever and there's nothing to do and it pisses with rain for the whole week. It's better than not going on holiday. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala. And on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review. Tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. <laughs>